What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanez from your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app. And of course, as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanez Now archived as well on the Nuanez Now podcast. One of the biggest events on campus every single year at Montana State is the MSU Spring Rodeo. Get rodeo ready with the MSU Bookstore all month long. MSU Rodeo tees and equine accessories will be available starting on April 10th. All month long, you can get three t-shirts for $25, two crewnecks for $50, or two hoodies for $55. Go check out all the great rodeo gear at the Montana State Bookstore on the MSU campus. The Montana State Bookstore also does a great job of giving back some of their proceeds to help reduce textbook costs for students across the MSU community. And of course, it's your go-to place to get your blue and gold on game day or any other day. Montana State's rodeo team, as prestigious and nationally powerful as they come. So if you're planning on heading to the spring rodeo, swing by the MSU bookstore first. When you're in need of some Bobcat gear, Go check out the Montana State Bookstore located in the Strand Union Building on the Montana State campus in Bozeman, Montana. It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Well, look at us. I haven't been in a sunny town in so long. Happy to be coming to you live downtown Bozeman, Montana. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, coming to you statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and coming to you around the world on the ESPN MT app, no matter how you're tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. We found ourselves a nice new location here. We are on hand in Bozeman. For the Montana State Spring Game, that's tomorrow afternoon, Sunny Hall and Spring Classic, back for another year. Uh, This is the first time in a long time that I have not watched any MSU spring football, Uh, so I'm excited to get my first uh, eyes on the Bobcats. Should be a fun afternoon tomorrow, and we'll get you all set up for that here today. Right off the top, our good buddy Ian Laird just sat down with me. We're coming to you live from the Sky Shed Bar. This is on the ninth floor of the Armory Hotel in downtown Bozeman. So if you're in and around the area, come hang out with us. We have plenty of stuff to get to today. A ton of great guests for you. We'll be joined by Rush Reimer. He's a junior offensive tackle for the Montana State Bobcat football team, an All-American a year ago, and a guy who has big expectations coming into this year. Uh, that'll be an hour number one. Hour number two, a couple of the, uh, the big dogs. we got Matt Logie, the new head coach of the Montana State men's basketball team, coming to you uh, I talked to Matt Logie yesterday, so that'll be his debut here on Nuanas Now. And then we'll also hear from Brent Vegan, the head coach of the Montana State football team. Plus, we'll give you all of our position groups to watch, the things we'll have our eyes on. And uh, also, we have an update for the baseball showcase that's going on in Missoula this weekend. It is uh, at the Paddleheads Field there, uh, Ogren Park Allegiance Field, highlighting some of the top baseball talent from around the state of Montana. 
Uh, so Jeff Safford caught up with Matt Ellis from the Paddleheads. So that'll also be featured here in hour number one. But first, we're going to get started off with a guy who uh, your voice your voice has become familiar to people now. <laughs> yeah, you're you're famous around the world of the ESPN Plus. Ian Laird, who does the calls for both Bobcat men's and women's basketball uh, on ESPN Plus. Joining us here uh, from Skysha. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, doing good. Don't tell my wife that uh, people know who I am because she already <laughs> thinks I have a, a big enough head. But, yeah, couldn't be much better of a, a view. It was right? snowing earlier today. Uh, of course, all around Montana. And it's supposed to snow again here in about two hours. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm uh, excited for this weekend with the football scrimmage and everything going on. Uh, a lot of exciting uh, what have yous with uh, Bobcat Athletics right now with the new basketball coach? Who are they going to bring in for players, assistants? Uh, a lot of question marks, but a pretty exciting time. You are here on the ground in Bozeman. You've been here for a long time. Uh, it's interesting because this day and age, the news moves so fast and we have so much being reported, but also college basketball is just so crazy right now anyways with the comings and goings and the coaches and the players and the NIL money and all this crazy stuff, right? Uh, but you've been in town. What's been the general vibe and feel since one of Montana State's favorite sons, Danny Sprinkle, uh, on his way to Utah State? It seemed like, you know, you can never gauge too much from the Twitter and the message boards, but it seemed like it's, people were having a little bit of a meltdown for a minute. It it, it kind of got ridiculous, to be <laughs> right. honest with you, at times. Um, with the news going so fast to get, you want Danny Sprinkle leaves on a Friday. I think a lot of fans were ooh, fries. Look at this, we're getting free fries and everything, right? We were we not we 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 need help to eat this. So you guys got to got to come down and hang out with us. Uh, but they, uh, I think the the Bobcat, a lot of the faithful on the message boards and everything else. Uh, thought that we'd have a head coach. Uh, I think it was announced like at eleven in the morning by one. Right. That afternoon, and they're just like, "Well, how come we don't have somebody? How, what's Leon doing?" And it's like, "Relax, it'll it'll happen." And I think they made a great choice. Uh, they got somebody that's a winner. Uh, like I, I was listening to your uh, your shows earlier this week, and I think you uh, nailed it on the head that winning is winning, whether it be at D three level, D two level. If you've proven that you can win eighty nine or whatever it is percent of your games, right. you're going to be in yeah, good right. shape. Right, totally. And so. Uh, but with Sprinkle leaving uh, and then a bunch of the players leaving, whether they end up at Utah State or wherever they end up as well, there was a lot of, uh, I think, hurt. It, it kind of depleted the team. And, and I think some people were right when they, when they say that uh, it kind of decimated that roster and decimated the team. But uh, Logie will have his work cut out for him. I expect great things coming forward. The other thing that Montana State forgets is until the last three years, the Bobcats were never in a spot where they were going to, they were the number two, maybe even three team in the conference For until sure. the last three For years. Sure. There was a good 20 years there where if we got to 500 in the season, it was considered, wow, yeah, we, right. we got above 500. So I think uh, the expectations were so high after Sprinkle came in. Um, he was a prodigal son from Helena and, and played at Montana State. Um, but I think that if he had none of those things and he was just coming in as, uh, as an assistant coach at Fullerton or wherever he was at the time, I don't know if the amount of hype would have been so big for him coming in either. An assistant coach, he didn't have any head coaching experience. For sure. All those would have been questions. Uh, but again, two uh, NCAA tournaments and, and one close loss, even though it was 11 points to Kansas State, 
uh, erases a lot of those bad feelings that they had in the past. New on is now ESPN Radio coming to you live from the Sky Shed. They just brought us some French fries. They got a revamped menu here at the Sky Shed, ninth floor of the Armory Hotel, downtown Bozeman. Uh, they got uh, a whole bunch of new offerings. They used to just do tapas, small plates. Now they have a full menu here. So if you are in and around the area, come hang out, come say hi, and uh, come get all set up for the Montana State Spring Football game. That's tomorrow. Uh, crazy the way that it's all flown by. This is my first time in my whole journalism, sports writing, radio broadcasting career. I didn't go to any spring practices. None for the Grizz, none for the Bobcats. Part of that's because they only let us go for the first half an hour. Uh, 200 miles for a half an hour worth of practice is not that good of a, a ratio. And then, you know, even going across town in Missoula for 20 minutes to go to five minutes of practice there either. It's just, I don't really know how much you even glean from spring football this day and age anyway. And there's there's a 50% chance it's going to snow enough where they cancel it or move it inside <laughs> right. or do whatever as well. Uh, the... The days of nice, sunny spring games all the time uh, have kind of gone away lately, especially this winter, that I don't know if it'll ever end. Uh, but it'll be exciting for tomorrow. It is interesting, though, because back to the, the point of Matt Logie, and Matt Logie will join us off the top of the second hour here uh, on Nuanas Now. The college basketball has become so transactional. And so I, I think that there is this perception. I think people that are, are uh, anxious about this hiring are thinking, well, this guy has only coached at Division Three and Division Two. How is he going to get players? But I think that the point that I would reemphasize is Montana State has been on an upward trajectory across the board as a university, as, a, as an institution, because of the leadership of Wadi Cruzado. Basically, yes. every single element of campus has gotten better and gotten stronger. Every single one. The only one that's really been in maintenance mode is the rodeo squad, and that's just because they've been a national championship. Yeah, they're mode. never second. They're, they've been, you know, one of the best in the country forever. And so, you know, that's uh, everything else, though, has been moving up. And I'm not just talking athletically, a- academically as well. There's just so much uh, buzz around Bozeman. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I lived here for eight years. I come back here. It used to be, you know, once every two weeks. Now I come back here about once a month, and this place has just grown and changed every time I come back. So that's the thing, though, is that I think that you got to remember the place as much as the people because I think that Matt Logie, his, his ability to coach, just purely coach basketball, is tried and true. I mean, it doesn't matter what level you're at. If you're winning 25 games a year, you're winning 25 games a year. And to never have a dip, it doesn't mean you have to – a lot of coaches that are great coaches, they go in cycles. They have two, two great years, then you got to start over, and then you have a couple, and then you, gotta, you try to explode for that next two great years. Logie's had nothing but great years. But I think that th- what this hire is going to do is it's going to really put to the test, but probably, in my opinion, really reaffirm just the foundation that's been laid at Montana State because I think that that's the thing that's stronger than it's ever been. It's the place and it's the institution that are going to re- attract the players. And so the fact that he's a winner and he's taken over a winning program, now all he's got to do is just find players that can come to this place. And if he can get them here, I think that they're going to want to be here. Yes, and, and I think on top of that, uh, like you talked about the changing landscape of uh, college basketball, a coach that can get here, fans need to realize this as well when it comes to uh, Osibor or, or Battle or, or, or whoever it might be. Enjoy the time that you have with those players and, and a coach that can bring in that kind of talent if they leave in two years because they right. want to go to Nebraska, sure. like White did, or, or wherever they end up. 
enjoy the time and realize that that's just going to give the other players that are looking to transfer from a bigger school that might be really great, they're going to look at MSU and say, hey, I have a chance to go there, ball out, and then move on. And as a fan, you're always going to have that turnover, especially nowadays, like you said, with the transfer portal and NIL and everything else. I think NIL is a little overblown myself. Uh, These numbers that are thrown out there, I was like, there's there's just no way. but I think if you have a coach that can bring that in and, like you said, build build the foundation but also be able to bring in those players every two years. That player's here for two years. If he leaves, we got another freshman that's coming in that's going to be just as good. For sure. And, and just kind of have that cycle going. New Orleans Now ESPN Radio, Ian Laird, play-by-play man for Montana State men's and women's basketball on the ESPN Plus streams. Joining us, we are coming to you live from downtown Bozeman, Armory Hotel. We are on the ninth floor at the Sky Shed Bar. If you're in or around the area, need something to do, come hang out with us. And uh, if not, just keep on listening. Um, <laughs> let's talk some spring football then. Have You You haven't gotten to go. You, I have not. You've got a full-time yet. job, dad life, all that stuff. Yeah, all the. I've got a concert tonight for my daughter as well. So, nice. yeah, there's there's not a lot of time. I've, I've watched a bunch of clips. I've talked to a bunch of people that have been up there. Sure. Um, lost some key players, but... Uh, I think we were six deep at, at running back, and all of them were great <laughs> last year. I think we're about the same this year. Uh, it'll be exciting to see. I always love spring because it's when those younger players kind of shine and have that chance to move up maybe from third to second on the depth chart. Or somebody that shows up, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, look at this linebacker that For sure. last year was third, and now all of a sudden is going to be a starter because he because uh, he balled out. And it's a chance for a lot of the young people to hang on to their roster spots. I mean, there's a lot of churn there as well. So um, I think Vegan's got the program going in a great direction. It should be a really exciting game tomorrow and then just – I guess holding your breath until fall starts. Yeah, that's exactly right. We'd never like to wish time away, but it will be fun to watch some football down at Bobcat Stadium. Montana State sure to have high expectations once again after three straight runs to the FCS semifinals of the playoffs, uh, as well as a national championship game appearance uh, within that most recent run. I told you to give some questions for me, so what do you got? What, what, what are we musing on today? All right, so we'll start with uh, a football question. Okay. We won't go into the hot yoga question just quite yet. I don't know who's more perplexed by my my new hot yoga addiction, Ian or our other good buddy Blake Hempstead. Both of them are like, what are you doing? Are you okay? Blake called me. He's like, you... He's like, the other day, he's like, when we went on a road trip to Eastern Washington, you were eating a tuna sandwich, and now you're going to hot <laughs> yoga. He's like, I don't know what happened to you, man. He's like, you, you need to get some help. And I'm like, I am getting some help, man. Eating my, t- my tin fish and, and, you know, going to yoga, whatever. So anyways. Yeah, we'll get to the hot yoga and the text that I got that also made me drop my phone when you texted me that. Um, but I guess my first question to you would be, and, and a lot of people ask this all over FCS, can Montana State win a national championship mm. not throwing the ball? Mm, it's a very interesting question. And I think they can if their line can stay healthy. But I, I kind of want to know what you think about that because a lot of a lot of naysayers are like, no, they never throw the ball. But when you run it 500 yards a quarter, you don't really <laughs> need to. Well, exactly. I mean, when you set your single-season rushing record uh, like they did a year ago and uh, when you run for almost 300 yards a game, that's part of it. I also think, though, you know, to go behind the curtain of Bobcat football a little bit, Montana State, during their during the, the beginning part of their season last year, they knew they had a couple winnable games uh, right out the gates, 
and they didn't want to get anybody hurt, so they were just trying to, to roll through it. Then their entire season, I'm not going to say got derailed, because they won, they won 12 games, so yeah. they, there's no derailing of it. I mean, they're Big Sky champions, so uh, it wasn't derailed, but it was certainly impacted and rerouted against Oregon State. When Sean Chambers went out, like Montana State ran that sweet two-quarterback system. That whole first drive against Oregon State, they marched down the field, and you're like, whoa, these guys are pounding a Pac-12 team straight in the mouth with this sweet system where these two guys are uh, going back and forth, Sean Chambers and Tommy Malott. But then when Chambers went out, then it sort of became the one-man show. It became like a tag team in pro wrestling, right? Tommy Malott and Sean Chambers, who's healthy this week? Okay, it's your turn. Tommy hits his head against uh, on the turf against Eastern Washington. Okay, Sean Chambers takes over for a couple weeks. Sean gets banged up. All right, now Tommy Mott takes over for a couple weeks. The point is, though, we're going behind the curtain because people knew they were banged up. They just didn't know, really know how or why. Both of those guys, their injuries were impacting their throwing. So they were also building the offense around. Tommy Mott couldn't really throw the ball like he had the ability to. Like what I saw during the spring game last year and during fall camp, that never came to fruition during games, and it's not because Tommy Mallott couldn't do it in games mentally or from an operational standpoint. It's because he was hurt. So that's the thing is I do think that Montana State will be able to throw the ball a lot better this year. And, you know, the other thing is, and I've said this ever since Tommy Mallott took over as the starting quarterback, he's not what he's going to be, and that's going to forever be true because he's such a hardworking kid. What he is now, it's always going to be, get better because he's obsessed with it. That, that's what he does. He, he works incredibly hard. When he was at his peak of health, that, last, that his first three starts of his career during the playoffs, he threw the ball as good as he needed to throw yeah. it, right? I mean, they, they went to the number one team in the country in Sam Houston State and pounded him into the dirt because Tommy Mallott was throwing the back shoulder fades. And, you know, will he ever be able to do a seven-step drop and throw the skinny post up the middle of the field? I don't really know, but... Will he be able to make the throws that they need him to make in the offense, specifically the, the back shoulder throw, you know, the, the tight end stick, the, the drag route across the middle? I absolutely do think that. Um, I also think, though, that's one of the, my main talking points for tomorrow is how do they implement some of these other guys too, right? They have other guys now. They might feasibly be able to play three quarterbacks on any given Saturday. I'm not saying at the same time, yeah. but I would not be surprised if Jordan Reed had a package in there for him. I wouldn't be surprised if Chance Wilson got into some action as well as a true freshman. So, so there's that part of it as well. But uh, to answer your question, North Dakota State had three straight NFL quarterbacks, but they weren't necessarily throwing the ball all over the place. Those guys were just exceptional at operating uh, the North Dakota State offense. But North Dakota State won nine out of ten national championships by running the ball. I think that the thing that eludes most teams in the FCS is exceptional play on the lines and exceptional uh, – rushing attacks. Montana State has both those parts figured out, so if they can just be even above average, then they certainly can uh, make a run at it. Stuart is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app coming to you live from the Sky Shed. Downtown Bozeman, top floor of the Armory Hotel. It's ninth if you're taking the elevator, the ninth floor. Uh, Come hang out with us. Ian Laird, voice of the Bobcats uh, on the ESPN Plus stream, joining us here uh, on your radio. Maybe you're watching on SWX Montana Television or streaming on the ESPN MT app. Uh, no, matter how, no matter how you're tuning in, thanks so much uh, for being here. All right, what else you got? What other questions you got for me? So, hot yoga. I get a text <laughs> from Coulter about a month ago, and I, we were texting back and forth about uh, players leaving yep. the Cats and the whole basketball thing, and is Danny going to go? Is he going to stay? Um, all the rumor mill stuff. And Coulter texts me back saying, 
I'll let you know this afternoon. I'm just about into hot yoga, <laughs> and I and I texted him back. I think something in the the lines of, "Is this still Coulter? <laughs> Who am I speaking with now?" Um, so hot yoga. My main question is, did you just wake up one day and go, mm. I think I'm going to do hot yoga? Or was it your girlfriend? Or, or who, who decided, like, hot yoga is a thing that you should oh, start? Oh, man, this is very interesting. Okay, so we'll start at the very beginning. I'd always heard as a very warm-blooded person that I would hate it. <laughs> so I always love proving people wrong, and I also just love challenges. I have been doing uh, spin classes and some of the, uh, the lifting workouts also down there at the Hype House for a little while, and I started then reading about temperature manipulation, both super hot and super cold. Cold showers and ice tubs, those are all the rage amongst the pro mm -hmm. athletes now. Uh, but it's the same thing with b being super hot and just the concept of sweating. So I started taking my spin classes in a hooded sweatshirt, and then I added a beanie in to see how hot I could get. So then I was like, okay, if I could do a spin class with all this on, there's nothing that's going to be too hot for me. Bet that doesn't look creepy at all. <laughs> Especially since I'm the only guy in there. All the girls are like, who is this guy? He's got his beanie and his hoodie on. Unabomber in yeah, the back there. Yeah. But, but more than anything, I've had this bad back, and so I needed to figure it out. So I started doing the hot yoga. It's fixed me all the way up. So thanks to the hot house downtown Missoula for, uh, for hooking it up and helping me out. I don't know, man. I just love weird challenges, and I just love going against the grain. And uh, the yoga, the best part about the yoga Especially, uh, you know, when you're when you're the prince of portly like me, you, you gotta. <laughs> it's extreme concentration to not fall on your face, basically. And uh, I love that though because then I don't think about anything else. I mean, you know how it goes. Yeah. You run a business. You got kids. You're thinking about 14 different things at once. And then all of a sudden, your mind starts short circuiting. This you're like, okay, well, I gotta concentrate on this, and that's all you think about for an hour. And it's just great to let your mind wander. And uh, no, it's a great pursuit. It's an interesting deal. Thanks for asking. I might try that. I won't. <laughs> I, I know all about sweating as well, but it's normally just me walking to my truck. Um, I, I guess the last thing, uh, we talked about basketball, so when it comes to football or I guess generally I, I, I want to ask a question about Montana State. Everyone talks about how big it is. When you were here covering it, yeah. um, it was, what, 8,000 students 10, maybe? Probably about 10, yeah. Yeah, we were still a little smaller than UM. You talk about the growth of Bozeman itself. Now there's 16,000 students. Um, how do you think that uh, what Ed obviously does a great job, Costello does a great job, yep. but Vegan and those, what do they need to do and are they doing that to to get those students involved, but also the community, the money at Yellowstone Cloud, I mean, all of those things into Montana State Athletics? Yeah, that's a, it's such an interesting question because it's one I've contemplated quite a bit. Thank you. As you... As, as, as we, as native Montanans, grow older, the, all of the things that are being added to Bozeman are very appealing to us. Yes. Lifestyle things, you know? More nice places to go out to eat. More nice places to go out to drink. Sky shed with a view uh, the, the like sky this. Sky shed with a view like this. You know, the skiing amenities, the, the ability to get an Uber, like all the things that come with the urbanization of a city. Now, I don't necessarily know how much of that then trickles down to a lot of the students and student athletes are going to get here, though, right? Like, yeah. football, the, the, the demographic of kids are going to come to Montana State to play football. I do think you can sell a lot of the outdoor stuff. It's a little bit more challenging in basketball. But if you look at the track and field program, Montana State's track and field program has quietly actually grown at a more rapid rate than almost any other program at that school. And I think part of it is because... Lyle Weeson crew 
have forged basically the perfect formula to get kids here that want to run at Montana State and be Bobcats, but that also really, really, really want to go to school here too. They have the whole holistic experience. Granted, the, the sport of track and field is accentuated a lot by Bozeman being at altitude. You're talking 5,000 yep. feet. There's a great tradition of track and field here. The sweet indoor track that they have is one of the premier facilities in the region, so that's a big help as well. And, you know, also, for whatever reason, the way that track kids are wired a lot of times are kids that want to be engineers and bio, yep. biochemists. And, you know, you go on the track and field website for MSU, and it's like every major's like, nope, I couldn't get into that, couldn't do that. Nope, going to yeah. fail that one. Nope, too much chemistry, too much math. They're the smarty pants. <laughs> That's right. Sure. So there's that part of it, too. So what does Montana State need to do to really take it to the next level? That's a, such an interesting deal. I mean, I, I think that the, the future both in the immediate and the long term for both the Montana schools has to be to move up. Because I think that right now it's a twofold problem. The, the primary and almost exclusive revenue generator for both Bobcat and Grizz Athletics is ticket sales. They both sell almost all of the tickets that they have available. So as a from a business perspective, their revenue is capped. Like, you can't sell any more tickets yeah. to Bobcat Stadium. They, they, they oversold all, all seven of their home games last year, right, if you include the playoffs. I mean, they were... I think they were the only school in the United States of America that averaged over 100% attendance <laughs> because they averaged about 18,000 fans in a 17,777-seat stadium. So um, the revenue generation is capped, and I think you got to find new ways to get revenue. Well, how do you find new ways to get revenue? First of all, you join a different league and you get TV money. Yep. That's the one way they got to do it. I also think, though, for you know all of us that are sort of apprehensive about all the new people moving to Montana— New people that are moving to Montana like sports, but do they like FCS sports? Do yeah. they like do they like you know big? It, it, the, the average person that just moved here from Colorado or California, they don't know who Northern Colorado or Southern Utah is. They don't care. No. But if San Diego State was coming to town next week for basketball, or Colorado State, Colorado or those, State, yeah. or Wyoming, or Boise State, or you know all of a sudden you have a, a big more big time brand. So I know people are a little apprehensive to the the thought of moving up because they wonder how it would impact football. But just from a pure branding standpoint, from a pure marketing standpoint, a pure business standpoint, and like you mentioned, to take advantage of a lot of this new affluent population that's in Bozeman and in Missoula and in Montana, I think you got to make, make a move and, and go somewhere else. And, and just, like they say, you are who you hang out with. And I think that that's going to be a, the, the next challenge for these schools to, to, to combat. So real quickly because I know you probably have to take a break but the, the one thing I would say with that, the only worry I would have, and I agree with everything you said yeah. <clears throat> the only worry that I would have in that situation is with football and that's if you have both Montana and Montana State moving up can you still farm the Montana kids into your program are you still going to be able to recruit them in with full scholarships because there's none of this splitting or anything else yeah. that would be the only worry is are you going to lose those those uh, partial scholarship kids from uh, Huntley or from Big Fork or something like that that come here and then turn into your uh, Troy Andersons, who was a full ride, but um, uh, the Colt Anderson is the one I was thinking sure, of that was right, a walk-on, right, totally. or your Mariani's that was a walk-on from yep, Haver. Yep, yep. Are you going to be able to hold on to that if you move up, or are you going to have to bring in more out-of-state kids everything else? That would be the only 
drawback, but I think you see enough nowadays, especially in football, enough kids that are getting looked at, the Weens kid from here in Bozeman, sure. that are getting looked at by uh, Washington State and Oregon State and all these other ones, that if you're at that level, they would look at you more and, and not move away. You see more and more kids um, from Montana going to FBS schools, so yeah. uh, that would be the only worry that I would have. And it's a legitimate worry, and I don't know... You know, you are probably holding yourself back a little bit to have some of those great stories, like Elaine Sumner, right? He comes yep. to comes to camp from Huntley Project, and Cho, Jeff Choate used to have this, this like, basically they'd run gassers as a race, and the last man standing got to be the fastest bobcat at camp. And Sumner <laughs> won it, and Choate was like, well, who's this 5'8 kid from Huntley Project? If he's the fastest kid at my camp, and he's faster than all these kids from all across the Western United States, maybe we should give him a look. It might eliminate something like that, but also you got to think on the other side, yeah, 22 more scholarships. So maybe actually more Montana kids are getting an opportunity. I would just worry that there would become this perception that there's this not Mountain West talent in Montana. Yes. And that's that, That's the deal is I, I do think that there's always, there's usually about 8 to 10 kids in Montana every year that are absolutely D1 guys. The Montana schools have been so good because I think a lot of times those guys choose, like Troy Anderson chooses Montana State instead of somewhere else, even though Troy Anderson could go anywhere he wants in the whole country. Um but I, you know, so there is the worry. Maybe you, you eliminate that part. But I, I, I always think the top players in Montana are going to be able to to go play Division One football. And if, if that was in the Mountain West for the Montana schools, that's a great thing. But I do think it's a valid worry. Do you, do you eliminate some of these, you know, walk-on stories? I don't know. Uh, Tom Osborne did it in Nebraska once upon a time. So maybe you just test. You know, you have your eighty-five scholarship guys. You have your ninety-five guys you bring to camp. Maybe you just carry an extra 30 guys during school, yeah. and that's just kind of like your tryout squad, and then all of a sudden maybe those stories continue to happen. I don't know. It's an and interesting I think question. The, and I think the positives outweigh the negatives in, in a lot of that, and especially with uh, MSU growing like it is, you can't stay stagnant. And, and I think especially, you talked about Wadad earlier, she is anything but somebody that's going to just sit still and say, well, we're good, everything's fine. <laughs> She's going to yeah. want to move and, and progress uh, forward. And, and like you said, all the new buildings on campus and, and all the gorgeous new facilities that they have uh, and are, are coming up in athletics as well uh, is a testament to that. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Ian Laird sitting chat out with me here. Happy Friday. Hope you're having a phenomenal ending to, you, to your week. I'm seeing the sun for the first time in so many days. Unbelievable. It's, it's going to waste soon, it's, though. It's the thing I want more. <laughs> the thing I miss about Bozeman so much is how much more sun you guys get than Western Montana. But either way, we're coming to you with a great view right here in downtown Bozeman. We're on the ninth floor of the Armory Hotel at the Sky Shed. Uh, so if you're in and around the area, come on down, hang out with us. Uh, come say hi, and uh, we'll keep on rolling. We're on... Uh, on the ground here in Bozeman to get you all set up for Montana State's spring football game, which is tomorrow afternoon at Bobcat Stadium. And we'll keep talking spring football, especially in hour number two. Brent Vegan coming up. Matt Logie, the new men's basketball coach here at MSU, also will join us. And we got plenty more stuff coming your way as well, including next, a showcase of high school baseball talent in Missoula. Jeff Safford's got the scoop. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
Colter Nuanez here coming to you from the ESPN MT studio on behalf of ESPN Missoula as well as Skyline Sports. We're here with one of our best sponsors or our best partners here at Blackfoot Communications. This is a fun one for me though because this is like full circle. This is this is life coming full circle for us. We're here with Judy Gear. I actually knew Judy as just a baseball mom and one of the moms of my buddies growing up when we were little kids. Judy is the channel development manager at Blackfoot Communications. How long have you been there at Blackfoot? Just about nine years. So tell people just about that role. I mean, what is it that you do there at Blackfoot? At Blackfoot, we have certified channel partners uh, who sell Blackfoot services on behalf of Blackfoot. So they own their own companies. They're a local or a regional provider, and they work with Blackfoot to sell our services to their clients. So it really expands Blackfoot's reach in the area. What's your favorite part about this role they have there at Blackfoot? It's the relationships. Blackfoot people, and I know that we talk about our culture and we talk about our people, and they are just the best of the best. And I would say that our partners are that as well. They own their own companies, they have their own staff, but I'm the conduit for them within Blackfoot. So it's a real unique role. I work with other people and other companies and other businesses on behalf of Blackfoot. Well, Blackfoot's so great at helping all sorts of different businesses grow. They've helped us here at ESPN Radio and at Skyline Sports grow so much, and it's uh, it's been a great collaboration. So if you want to find out how Blackfoot can help you, visit goblackfoot.com. ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television or streaming on the ESPN MT app. We are not in studio there in the Missoula Broadcasting Company because we're here on the ninth floor of the Armory Hotel, downtown Bozeman, Montana, coming to you from Skyshed, which is an awesome place. I've never been here before, but my view right now, pretty spectacular. It's the tallest building in Bozeman, which is crazy. I actually thought there was a Montana law that you couldn't have a taller building than the courthouse in, in any of the cities of Montana. That might just be a Missoula bylaw, and uh, we might be having a couple that are as tall as the Missoula courthouse. But either way, I digress. The views are spectacular. I'm looking at the backside of Bridger Bowl, and uh, the sun is shining, at least for now. So if you are hanging out in and around downtown Bozeman, uh, come on and... Uh, Say what's up, ninth floor of the Armory Hotel here at the Sky Shed. Missoula Paddleheads, stay, uh, the stadium, excuse me, is hosting a high school baseball showcase, and their season is right around the corner. Uh, we'll get you set up for Paddleheads baseball, like we always do. We'll be the affiliate of the Paddleheads uh, yet again for another summer. Jeff Safford will be on the call, and very much looking forward to having that for you pretty much every night throughout this summer. Uh, Paddleheads season will start uh, towards the end of May. So we'll have some preview stuff coming up for you. And Jeff's going to be contributing uh, several different elements uh, to ESPN Radio, as he always does, but also uh, to this show here on Nuanas Now. But there is a high school baseball showcase down there uh, at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. And so uh, Jeff Safford, he caught up with the general manager of the Missoula Paddleheads, Matt Ellis. ESPN Radio Missoula, the ESPN MT app, as well as SWX Montana. We are now joined by guy talking some baseball. Haven't been talking a bunch of baseball here on Nuanas Now since opening day, but that's about to change because we are welcoming in the president of the Missoula Paddleheads, Matt Ellis. Matt, thanks for coming on with us for a few minutes all the way from, I believe, Tennessee. We're recording this on this Thursday. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm here for a family wedding, So, um, but I'm looking forward to getting back home and getting baseball started. 
spring training just about a month away now, and then the beginning of the Paddlehead season also coming up third week of May. They'll start the season off against the Billings Mustangs, getting things rolling, opening day right at the tail end of May, bringing in the Rocky Mountain vibes. But this weekend, something exciting happening at Allegiance Field, Ogren Park, highlighting some high school baseball players. So why don't you touch on what's going on at Allegiance Field this weekend with some high school baseball? Yeah, you know, we've always been supportive of seeing high school baseball uh, revived in the state of Montana, and we were really excited that the uh, powers of B decided to make that happen. So we wanted to uh, show our support for continuing the game at that level, and uh, we're going to start the first ever, ever inaugural high school baseball showcase uh, that we're going to host in our ballpark. Our goal is to highlight local teams within our um Western Montana region and uh, give fans a chance to see them play and the players a chance to play in the in the professional uh, quality ballpark and uh, we're going to do the first one this year and we have uh, three games uh, on slate for this Saturday from at the ballpark so that'd be great. Matt Ellis, the president of the Missoula Paddleheads, with us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, and something that is very exciting, I think, this season is. You have high school baseball in the state of Montana for the first time since baseball was really brought to the state in the 1940s. And yes, there is baseball at a similar level. You look at Legion Baseball. I remember the first baseball team I actually covered when I first started working here as a media professional here in the state of Montana was actually the Haver North Stars, a Legion Baseball team. Legion Baseball has been a thing in the state of Montana over recent memory, but how is high school baseball bringing a little bit different element, and how is it cool to have high school baseball now here in the state of Montana, you being a guy that's been around baseball in Montana for quite some time? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, yeah, the Legion program in Montana is amazing. Uh, our Missoula Mavericks program's top-notch. We, we got a great relationship with them. We'll still be doing uh, promotions with them and hosting their tournament, uh, Memorial Day tournament as well. But, you know, this just gives more kids an opportunity to play. I'm a big believer in extracurricular activities in school, help students be better as, as students and as athletes. You know, this allows, gives local kids a chance to play a great game that we love. And it has a lot of collegiate scholarship opportunities um, across the country. It gives these kids a chance to play in more than just one location. You know, when you have um, Legion only, you know, we're really talking a limited number of kids that, that can make the team and try out. This gives a lot more kids a chance to play. I actually think it will feed into the Legion programs locally and make us better um, in that regard. And um, like I said, it's a chance for kids to get more opportunity to play. Uh, Montana's always struggled with kids playing baseball after majors. Um, and uh, I think this will help um, keep kids in the game for a little while longer. And again, like I said, it might take 10 years to develop, but some of these kids will now start, we'll get a better pool of talent that will get more looks at the collegiate level and it will help them with their educations and, and such. So I think there's a real long-term gain here for everybody involved, uh, not only now, but 10 years from now. And one thing that I do think that is a unique situation when looking at where these kids will be able to play is thinking about the history of baseball in around this region, not just Montana and the Rocky Mountain region, looking at the Pioneer League. It's a league that's been around for over 70 years, and you have some really awesome ballparks. Legion Field, Ogren Park, an amazing place to go watch a game. It's such a beautiful backdrop. Dealer Park also in Billings 
has a great reputation as a ballpark. Centene Stadium, even out in Great Falls, getting a big renovation this year. I know they're pushing that big time. They're getting a big facelift for their ballpark and everything else. So how is it unique that, yes, a lot of these guys may be getting introduced to the game of baseball at this level, high school baseball, but it's unique being that you have such great venues to play the game in. Yeah, well, you know, we do, and we're blessed with professional baseball in four cities, and um, it was in Helena as well in the past, um, and its history is long. I mean, you know, Pioneer League's been around since the 1930s, I believe, so it's been a, a very long and rich history, and I think, uh, you know, the more baseball we have and the more opportunities for physical uh, recreation and, again, like I said, uh, extracurricular activities that are that are positive on our youth are real, are real positive. And I think you're going to see, in fact, I know you're going to see, cause we're already working on some stuff that I can't announce yet, but you'll see in the coming weeks, some real positive announcements of some ways the four professional baseball teams in Montana, us, Glacier, Great Falls and Billings are going to be working together to not only uh, grow the game of baseball in our state, but also support our youth programs uh, locally as well. Chatting with Matt Ellis, the president of the Missoula Paddleheads, right now talking about the first ever high school baseball showcase coming up this weekend. Three games scheduled for April 22nd, first of which will be Florence and Frenchtown with first pitch at 12 o'clock. Second game will feature Florence and Belgrade with first pitch at 2. And the final game will be Belgrade and Frenchtown at 4 o'clock. Again, all three of those games at Allegiance Field, Ogren Park. And uh, not just that, to look forward to... In the next couple of weeks, spring training getting going for the Missoula Paddleheads, and then the beginning of the 2023 campaign, maybe a little bit of a redemption tour for the Missoula Paddleheads after just falling short of a second straight Pioneer League championship. But how is the roster starting to shape up for the Paddleheads as things approach spring training? Oh, it's, it's coming along great, Jeff. Uh, now that we're independent, this uh, player procurement and roster building is a year-round job, and our manager, Michael Slack, and uh, our coaches, Jeff Lyle and Brandon Riley, and our front office with myself and Peter Davis, our, our chair. We've been um, working really hard to uh, build a competitive team, and uh, under Schlack's leadership, I think he's done an amazing job putting together another really competitive roster for this year. Um, we're going to have a, a really competitive spring training camp that starts on May 13th. And uh, we've got, uh, we're going to have about 40 guys in, in camp, 25 will make the final roster. And I think uh, we're going to be either releasing or trading to other organizations, some players that don't make our team that are of really high quality and deserve to play in professional baseball. So I'm really happy with the group of players we're going to have. I love the fact that we're going to have a competitive camp. The whole team knows that they need to show up ready to go or they, you know, it's going to be a tough roster to make. Um, we've got a lot of key returnees like Jason Newman and Cam Thompson and uh, Mark Simon and players like that. So I think our core is in really good shape. Keaton Greenwald, Cameron uh, Wellman, uh, Wellman. So we've got a pretty good group coming back. You know, we've had the best record in all of professional baseball nationwide the last two seasons. We did fall short in the championship series last year, but I feel like this team is on par with those other two teams. You know, the only question we don't know answered is how well has the other teams in our league improved as well and, and what the competition is going to look like. But um, we're very uh, feeling very good about the quality of our roster and the quality of the individuals coming to Missoula for another season. 
So another exciting summer of baseball sounds like upcoming for the Missoula Paddleheads. Visiting with the president of the Paddleheads here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana TV and ESPN MT app. One more question for you, then we'll get you out of here. Not just things on the field exciting for the Paddleheads this summer, but also some fun promotions going on in the ballpark. Sammy B, not just getting folks fired up with the peanut inning, but a bunch of fun to be had at the ballpark for sure throughout the summer. No season single game tickets just went on sale a few weeks ago. So what are a few fun things happening at the ballpark this summer? Well, naturally, we're going to do our fireworks shows, which are always our best-selling uh events opening day is may 30th um we're actually going to start the season on the road this year in billings on the 23rd but our first home opener is going to be on the 30th of may and we encourage people to come to that game and see this exciting team you know you can go to uh paddle go paddleheads.com you'll see all of our promotions listed there you know wolf wednesday we're back on wednesdays to bring your dogs kids are free on sunday uh we're going to have thirsty thursday uh featuring Pass through ribbon beer on Thursday nights. You know, Fridays and Saturdays are some of our bigger promotions and some of our Jersey nights, like we're going to have Star Wars, University of Montana night. And uh, uh, Pride's going to have their own jersey this year. We're also going to have a jersey for Indigenous, our Indigenous celebration. Just a, a great schedule that our team's put together, and we're pretty excited about it. And then the other thing I'll say, Jeff, is um, with spring training starting on the 13th, all of our workouts and uh, our two preseason games that we're hosting at the ballpark will be uh, open to the public for free. So we encourage people to come out and watch our workouts and see some of our players and and uh, really get excited like we are about the quality of our team. You know, we've had 14 guys signed by MLB uh, over the last two seasons, and we're really confident that we're going to have a few more signed uh, during this season. So we got to a high-quality team, a lot of talent, a lot of great promotions. It's a, it's going to be a great night at the ballpark for fans to come and enjoy us. And like I said, I encourage them all to go to our website and uh, check it out because uh, you don't want to miss out. Matt Ellis, the president of the Missoula Paddleheads, check out the high school baseball showcase this weekend, Allegiance Field, Ogren Park, Saturday afternoon, a trio of games. Then the Paddleheads open up their season May 23rd, opposite the rival Billings Mustangs at Dealer Park. And then, the opening game of the season, opening day in Missoula, coming May 30th, the Paddleheads will be vibing, taking on the Rocky Mountain vibes. Matt, thanks for coming on with us for a few minutes, and we'll look forward to the regular season. Thanks, uh, uh, Jeff. And uh, just real quickly say, uh, come out and support these kids Saturday. This, these high school programs are just getting off the ground. Some of these kids are new to playing the, the, the sport of baseball in this kind of a competitive environment. And uh, it's just exciting to support these kids. I want to thank Eli Field, the uh, AD at Frenchtown High School, for his support in helping us set up this inaugural event. And uh, we look forward to seeing some fans enjoy some of these area youth baseball players. All right. He's Matt Ellis. Thanks for coming on, Matt. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. Oh! It's new one is now on 
93.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Look at this service. We're eating French fries. They're cooking us hamburgers. They even brought me some non-alcoholic beer. Life's great. Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We're coming to you live from Skyshed, downtown Bozeman, Montana. I'm looking at the Bridgers right now. It's a beautiful day here in Bozeman. So if you're in and around uh, downtown Bozeman, come say what's up to us. We're on the ninth floor of the Armory Hotel uh, in town here in Bozeman to cover Montana State's spring football game. The Sunny Holland Spring Classic plays out tomorrow at Bobcat Stadium. Uh, so interested and, and eager to get a, our first look at Montana State. It's the first year in my long career covering Big CI Conference football that I haven't hit any spring practices. Most of that's just been purely logistical. Uh, but we're, we'll be excited to, to cover the Cats tomorrow and to give you some impressions uh, early on next week as well. Speaking of the Bobcats, I caught up with one of their best offensive linemen earlier this week. It's time now for our Montana State Minute, presented by J&V Restaurant Supply. J&V Restaurant Supply, your home for everything kitchen. We're joined now by Montana State junior offensive lineman Rush Reimer. Bobcats have their spring game on Saturday, uh, wrapping up spring drills. Rush, thanks for joining us, man. How you been? I've been good. Uh, living it up, you know. Interesting, because I, we haven't talked to you in, in quite some time, and so just take us through it. I think the last time... We interviewed you was coming out of your red shirt year. So now here you are as a you know, returning upperclassman, a returning All-American. So uh, how's the experience been there at Montana State? How have you seen yourself and the team both grow and change? You know what? It's uh, It's been a roller coaster, lots of ups and downs. Um, but I think I've come a long way, and these group of guys that I've, I've uh, grown with is is growing every day. You know, and, and I think we're just getting better and better, and I think everyone's pumped for the spring game. So it should be fun. I always analyze the offensive line first and foremost because I just think line play is the most important part of football. But you guys uh, certainly have had a ton of uh, eyes on you the last couple years, both last year replacing a bunch of great players, and you guys did such a phenomenal job of that. And now get a new offensive line coach. So uh, just take us through. What's the transition been like? How's it going under the new coach? I think the core is just the guys. And um, whoever whoever coaches us is uh, is going to be great. But, but, you know, Al, he's a very knowledgeable guy. He obviously knows what he's talking about and what he's coaching to us. And I think it's been a, a, a good transition from Armstrong. And I think there's no doubt in my mind uh, we're going to succeed like we did last year. So Coming into last year, what, what was your guys' collective mindset as an offensive line? Because it seemed like you guys sort of had something to prove, and it certainly proved it and then some. So uh, how are you guys able to do that? I would say we like the uh, underdog kind of mindset. Someone's always out to get us, you know, and, and I think that just puts a fire under our you-know-what. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be great. Rush Reimer joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Montana State hosting their spring game Saturday afternoon, Bobcat Stadium. It's interesting, too, because now – uh, the narrative around the offensive line is you guys have pretty much everybody returning. You have so many guys that have played in games, including multiple all-league players like yourself and JT Reed and Justice Perkins, uh, and then a whole bunch of other guys that are probably knocking on the door be at all-conference level as well. But you got Isaiah Fonse on the way out into the transfer portal and a whole bunch of other question marks uh, about the run game. So do you guys have extra or added or renewed motivation coming up into this year? Yeah, you know what? I think we're we're trying to redefine how we uh, run the ball, and and 
I don't think the the mindset in the O line room has changed at all. I think it's uh, actually gotten better. You know, I I didn't think I I wouldn't think in a million years that we'd have a good set in stone too deep, but we finally do. So that's always nice. Um, I I think uh, great things are, are are coming for the Bobcats this year and. Yeah, run the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> run the damn ball, baby. Well, it's always interesting yeah. when there's when there's position coach changes too, because uh, a new voice, obviously, you got to get familiar with that, but also maybe some new techniques, some new tactics, some new things that maybe you hadn't heard about before. So, uh, has Coach Johnson brought anything new to the table so far that you guys have learned uh, that's helping you guys as a unit? Yeah, you know what? Um, I mean, since he's played in the league for seven years, he he knows the ins and outs of uh, of techniques and whatnot. And there's been a couple things, but mostly in, in O-line play, it's, it's a lot of the same, just a, a little different, you know, and just like little techniques about having your outside foot be on a toe or, or uh, opening the hip to, to reach someone, you know. I think he, he provides some good insight on all that, and, and it's good for all the guys. Rush Reimer here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, Montana State Offensive Line, and then Sunny Hall and Spring Classic, Saturday afternoon at Bobcat Stadium. I know you've been working in on a couple different spots uh, on the line. What's that been like, uh, and uh, how, how much does that help you uh, just going into the season? You know, my uh, my bread and butter is at tackle, but but uh, this, this spring we kind of – we're trying to focus on um, – position uh diversity and just trying to get guys to play different different positions that they don't normally play and and i have been uh playing a lot of left guard this spring which i think is good uh just because i get a better understanding of what's all happening and i get a different set of set of eyes different point of view at a different position so and, and left guard's been going good um I feel comfortable in it, so I can play anywhere. From your eyes, how's it been going with the quarterbacks? Obviously, a couple of proven guys in town, Milot and Sean Chambers coming back, but also a couple upstart guys that, uh, at least from what I've been hearing coming out of spring ball, are, are doing a great job in Jordan Reed and Chance Wilson. So what, what have you thought of the young guys just kind of acclimating and picking up the offense? You know, the young guys actually surprised me. Um, there's some there's some real talent and potential in that room, and and I think just working with Jordan Reed and and, and Chance and and those guys, it gives us a, a different look at uh, how we run the ball and how we pass the ball. And I think our passing game is going to be so much better this year, um, on top of our already uh, good run offense. So so I think all of that is is beneficial for the whole team. So. Last couple of things for you. Uh, what do you? What have you? What, what are the main takeaways you've gotten out of spring ball so far? And what do you guys hope to get out of it on on Saturday when you have your sort of grand finale of, of spring football for twenty twenty three? Um, my key takeaways is, uh, God, the, the the defense has gotten so much better. Um, I think uh, I think uh, the offense still has a little room to grow, um, but the defense is looking really good, man. I think I think uh, this spring was uh, very beneficial. Um, everyone's hungry, still hungry, one month in, and I think we're ready to go. And and when we get into summer, it's just gonna keep growing. So, well, should be fun. I'm excited to come over there. Excited to come see you guys and check it out. Rush Reimer here on Nuanas now, a junior offensive tackle for the Montana State Bobcats, leading up to the Sunny Holland Spring Classic Saturday at Bobcat Stadium. 
Rush, appreciate the time, man. Thanks for taking a minute for us, and uh, we'll catch up with you on Saturday. Of course, Coulter. Have a good one. As always, I pick my interviews based on, you know, inside out. Give me the lineman first. It was funny because I was uh, fishing around at Montana State. I knew I wanted to talk to Montana State head coach Brent Vegan as well as a, a player or two. And so I said, hey, you know, I haven't watched much of spring ball, and so you give me, I said this to MSU Sports Info, I said, you give me the uh, the best guy you got who weighs over 275 pounds who we haven't had on the radio in a while. And so they said, great, let's get the All-American, Rush Rivers. So we appreciate Rush for joining us. Plenty more Bobcat spring ball talk, plenty more Montana State men's basketball talk as well. The Cats got a new coach. We'll hear from him for the first time. Matt Logie's debut here on Nuanas Now leads our number two. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanas from your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanas Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app. And of course, as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanas Now archived as well on the Nuanas Now podcast. If you haven't checked out the M Store in downtown Missoula, you need to. At the M Store, they're all Grizz all the time. They have some of the best, but more importantly, most unique selection of Grizz gear you're going to find anywhere. They got stuff that nobody else in town, nobody else in the state of Montana has available. And right now, the M Store has a whole bunch of great deals going on. April specials include huge percentage discounts on all headwear, sweatshirts, and jackets. They also are now an authorized Apple service provider. They offer computer repair. They got MacBooks, iPads, and a whole bunch of great Apple products in store there as well. Go check out the M Store, located at the corner of Higgins and Broadway in downtown Missoula, Montana. It's a great new location, a ton of merchandise, all April long at the M Store. Polos, headwear, sweatshirts, jackets. Go check out all their maroon and silver. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time.